Hey everyone, welcome back to Tech Speaks with Tareem and Rish. So, how's your week been? Valentine's Day? Yeah. Um, I had like a really fun little Galentine's Day situation with some of my friends. Um, one of the organizations I'm in, we just got a bunch of new members, so we were kind of welcoming them into the org. We like went out to them to this restaurant, um, and then some of us like went to a friend's apartment and like watched Fantastic Fungi. It's Ooh, on Netflix. I, I don't know if it I've ever will, heard that movie. Um, it's essentially just like a docu docu series situation, but it's like just a very very long documentary. Nice, yeah. Um, so me and my roommates actually we did watch a movie, but we uh, we watched um, in the spirit of Valentine's Day we watched rom com. So we watched Five Year Engagement, but that really kind of started getting us a little bit deeper into thinking about what our futures are going to be like. Wait, tell me about Five Year Engagement. I've never heard of that movie. Yeah, so it's about a chef and a um, psychology student pursuing her PhD and is now getting ready for her postdoc. As they're both pursuing both of their dreams, they have to move from California all the way to Michigan and that kind of changes both of their career paths and it comes into like bringing in different types of compromises that they both have to do Interesting. and trying to balance out um, each of their careers um, versus their relationships and trying to find that even balance for them and they're all just kind of trying to navigate that out. But it's a rom-com? Yeah, it's a rom-com. So It seems really serious, like very deep. See, it gets like really deep at first and that's kind of what got like me and my roommate really thinking about like what our futures are going to be like and it made us realize that our futures are a lot closer than we really think that they are. Um, but it did also kind of have those moments in the movie to like add to uh, not only make it a rom, but also make it a rom-com and have those kind of like those funny moments and bring about it in like a more comedic way. Cool. Well, like, speaking of our futures, I've been thinking about this a lot recently because I'm a third year. You're a third year. I think we were both very aware that we're about to graduate very soon. And I think when you, like, I I distinctly remember that, like, my freshman year, I would see people taking graduation pictures outside of, like, Tech Tower. And I would think to myself, I'm never going to get there. Like, that seems so far away. These people seem so old. They're in their 20s. I was, like, 18 years old. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, it's so far away. Um, freshman year, I was like, oh, so far away. I, um, then sophomore year, so far away. Now, flash forward to junior year, I was like, that's so far away. But then my friends were like, wait, that's not that far away. That's going to be us in uh, next year. And um, so many of us are in different parts of our life that, like, even though we started college at the same time, we may not be ending at the same time. And I know plenty of my peers in my clubs that are even going to be going ahead to graduate early. And um, for them, it's even closer than it is for me with being a year away. For them, it's only like six months away now. Right. I think it's also really interesting because college is such a different experience from anything we've had before. I mean, I've never lived in a walkable community with all my college friends before. And, you know, like I remember like I think tech academics are really hard. So like making it through that is a feat in and of itself. But also like all of these relationships that we've forged with all of these really, really cool people who are so passionate about what they do. I feel like I'm just not ready to say goodbye to all of that. Yeah, yet. and, like, that's always been, like, one of my favorite things is I always tell people that life's all about those highs and lows, but your friends and the relations that you make are the ones who get you through your lows but all, make those highs all the more special for you. Yeah, I mean, just this past week, I had two exams on Monday, and I was really, really stressed about them because I've had a few really, really busy weeks with some of the organizations I'm in and things like that. And um, Sunday was really busy for a different org I'm in, and so I was just really stressed about these two exams. And I 
you know, get back home from like a really long day on Sunday. And my one of my really good friends like texted me and she was just like, I just like just know that I'm rooting for you. And that like if you ever need help or like need like a break, like just call me, text me. And just like, you know, that acknowledgement that like we're all thinking of each other, even if we're not in the same classes or going through the same thing um, was just so like nice. And I just like like that we're in a stage of in our lives where our friends are like, you know, we're constantly seeing each other. So we constantly know what's going on with our lives. Whereas like, I don't have to like sit down and update anyone, you know? Yeah. And like, I remember um, coming in, we're all like, oh, we're this like super strong warrior and this and that um, coming into college. Academic but, weapon, if yeah, you will. Yeah, absolute academic unit. But then we always have, you know, like everyone's had those years um, where whether it's going from the careers route or whether it's like taking those combination of all the really hard classes in just one semester um, or even a combination of all the above. And it's really kind of like pushed people. Uh, but having those like support system, having those friends around you, they're like, oh, that even if you're not in those same classes, as you were mentioning, but just being there for each other and helping each other get through those moments. Yeah. And um, like right now, we're all in that time where they are all there for us. But flash forward to uh, four or five years after graduation, um, how different are our lives going to be? Where are we going to be location wise? Yeah. And is it our location going to be a barrier or how are we still going to manage to keep those um, bonds together? I think it's definitely about like right now, because we're in such close proximity with people, we have them in our classes or we see them every day, lunch, dinner, we live with our friends. I think we have to put in a lot less effort than we will have to when we move out, when we graduate and we go to different corners of the country, maybe even different corners of the world. But I think it's one of those things where we forge such excellent relationships, such deep relationships with people that wanting to put in that effort isn't going to feel like work, but instead something that you want to do to continue developing these relationships and seeing how they change as we enter different phases of our lives. I mean, an example of that, like putting an effort is like one of two of my best friends from high school. I don't keep in touch with a ton of people from high school because I think um, once you move to college, you realize that there are certain relationships you want to keep. And I think even when you move outside of college, you'll realize that there are certain relationships you value more than others and friendships you value more than others. And like two of my best friends from high school, one of them goes to Notre Dame, one of them goes to Yale. And like we live so, so far away from each other. And I think like even just like a FaceTime call like three or four times a week where it's like 10 minutes of just catching up. It just makes people feel like they're a part of your life. You're a part of their life. And it's just something that like will make people feel connected. And I think in college, we've had such tight bonds with people and such close connections, um, whether it's because of the fact that we're all seeing them like 24 seven and really made all those memories together that it kind of makes these friendships and these relations all the more special and that we feel that they've been through the times that have tested us the most. These have been the people that have been by our side and that we're kind of at those points where it's now like flash forward. Can we imagine life without some of these people? And I feel like I can't for for the most part. These are like some of my favorite people in the whole world. Like next to my family, they're who I turn to for support. Yeah. And like these people, like I consider like my second family and whether it's staying up to like 130, um, having that late night conversation or just. I'm joking around about what our overall day was like and so many memories are now associated with that and over this past semester I couldn't imagine what my um semester would have been like if I didn't have people by my side but even with that though it kind of comes down to there's so many things that are unknown that having these people by our side makes doesn't take that unknown factor away yeah but it kind of helps you feel a little bit more comfortable yeah definitely and you're able to kind of navigate that together 
and be like, we're in that same phase of our life. We're interested in some of those same things, Mm -hmm. whether it's going into a PhD, whether it's going into higher education or whether it's um, just analyzing what our future career may be. Yeah, I think also we're in a really because we're third years and we're second semester third years. I think we're in a really unique space where because we have a decent amount of knowledge and skill sets within our particular majors and areas of interest, we're actually able to now achieve some of those big dreams that we have, whether that's, you know, getting that internship that you really wanted or like applying to the grad school program of your dreams. I think what's been really, really cool this semester is just seeing my all my entire friend group just, you know, like really apply themselves to the things that they want and like seeing those results and just celebrating together um, has been really, really cool. Like one of my friends like got into a research exchange program that's for BME students at Tech and it's she's going to Japan for the summer. And one of my friends like was recently named to be like a petite scholar and she's doing research here at Tech on like her own project in biochemistry. And I just feel like it's so cool to see like such ambitious and genuine people like succeed. And, you know, it's like they're your friends. So you're so excited to see them succeed, too. I think with that being um, a lot of things, we're also like seeing not only the destination, but we're getting to see like the journeys for everyone. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting to see um, with some of my closest friends. We're always talking about where like we've gotten to be on our on the journey together. But we also talk about that destination. So whether it's like talking about um, our future tech careers or our future um, startups that we w- may want to start. Uh, trying to see how um, location-wise, maybe we could see if there's a potential match where we could kind of see all that come together so that we're still by each other's side every step of the way. Yeah, so you're graduating in May 2024. I'm also graduating in May 2024. Um, We're very different majors and have very different interests, so I want to know what are your plans after graduation? You know, that's one of those things that everyone's always been asking me, oh, what's your plan after graduation? What do you want to do? And to be honest, right now, I'm still not quite sure what I really want to do. I feel like that's completely valid. Yeah, and there's like so many options that are really out there that sometimes it can seem a little overwhelming at times because whether it's trying to decide whether I want to go the grad school route or whether I want to go um, start working in uh, corporate America right away um, and find that job, find that um, work towards finding that dream job of mine um, and working along this and the goals of mine. Yeah. Would you say that you're leaning more towards one or the other? I feel like it's always been um, one of those things where I'm interested in like learning more in a field um, and wanting to pursue that master's route. But at the same time, I do want to kind of get to work in like a jobs uh, and kind of get to see that corporate side of things and work on like those deliverable projects. So still at this point, I'm leaning both ways and really haven't found which way is the one for me. Hmm. And but being in what uh, would you what would you be getting your master's in? Um, so I've become really interested in machine learning and working on like the data analysis side. So getting to see, um, getting a uh, master's in machine learning would be something I'd be really interested in. Is that something tech offers? Yeah, that is one of those oh, things that's that really tech cool. offers. So um, that is one of the top, uh, the main schools I'm looking into um, continuing that route, whether that's through the um, the BSMS program mm-hmm. or whether that's um, finding a mix of both, whether uh, through working at a job for a few years, and then coming back and and pursuing my master's. So you might be sticking around tech after all. Yeah, I mean, I've loved being a yellow jacket. Yeah, I would say my plans are like a little bit different. I'm very much so like, I'm someone who like loves being a lifelong student. Like that's the energy I have. And then like having a real life job like kind of scares me. Like the idea of a nine to five like really freaks me out. Even though technically what we do now is like we go to class starting at like 9 a.m., 
you do work and then you like continue doing work. Well, so even with that, like everyone's got their own like different structures. Like some semesters I've had like the nine to five, some semesters, like for example, this semester, I've got classes from like two o'clock to like nine o'clock some nights. Um, so it's all kind of like fluid with that. Yeah. But, um, so going back to you though, um, so a lot, you're a neuroscience major. Yeah. So have you thought about a lot of times people may go the med school route. Some people might go the law school route. So have you kind of thought about like which route you want to go? Um, I think it would make a lot of people angry if I said, I don't think I want to go either route, at least not immediately. Um, I think I'm someone who like really enjoys things that are kind of at the intersection of the social and the life sciences. Um, and so like even right now within tech, like I do research for like economics, but I also do research in chemistry because I'm just like interested in like how we can kind of bridge the gap between the humanities and the sciences. Because I feel like a lot of policy is not communicable to people because it's, you know, developed by like one party or the other. And so I kind of want to serve as that link. Um, I think the main thing that I personally want to do after graduation is get a master's in public health with a concentration in health policy and kind of like help understand or help myself kind of learn more and understand more about how like federal health policy is like created. And then I think from there, once I realize whether or not my niche is in learning more about the application of that policy in healthcare settings or whether it's like actually drafting that policy, that's how I'll figure out if I want to go to medical school or law school after. So public health has been one of the things that's really been in the news lately, especially yeah. with like um, the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes. Um, so are there any sorts of like role models or anyone that you've gotten to see on screen motivated you or inspired you to like become more interested in public health? Yeah, um, I would say that there's definitely like a lot of role models I have. Um, my mom's a physician. She has a, a deep interest in global health. My sister's actually pursuing her master's in public health in global environmental health right now. And just hearing her talk about her classes and her passion for it has really propelled me into looking further into that route. Um, I would also say just during the COVID-19 pandemic, I have so much respect for all of the frontline workers, all the public health specialists who, you know, really dealt with the situation in a way that they never had to before. I mean, we've talked in theory about pandemics, but no one actually thought that it was something, it was something that we would experience in our lifetime. So just seeing the very, you know, fervent response of these public health specialists and adapting, you know, our daily life to not only be safe, but also, you know, bringing it back to normal. And how can we do that in a safe and efficient manner? I think just um, obviously Dr. Anthony Fauci, very cool guy. Um, I yeah, think it was great. Like I got to even see him in person. He's like always been such a big inspiration. For, yeah. Not just in like his words, but also like the confidence that he has. And right. I think that's, I think that's something that like pushes me towards public health because I think it's it's just such a vast discipline. So within that, whether you're whether you're interested in environmental health, whether you're interested in epidemiology, whether you're interested in policy, there's just so many avenues that you can explore. And at the end of the day, I still feel like that I'm contributing to the common good and that it's a it's a job in public service, which is what I'm passionate about. And like no matter what I do, um, I think that's always been one of my uh, biggest things that I want to see myself do in the future is be in a position where I'm really proud of the work that I'm doing and the contributions that it's able to make, not only to um, certain, um, like a small group, but like yeah. an overall group. And every day I'm making it able to make an impact through my work on um, countless around me and continuing to inspire everyone around me. What would you say got you really interested in machine learning? Um, so I guess like the way that it, we could see the impact it was able to make on society. And we were able to use previous data that we were able to um, 
previous known data that we had and being able to apply that to really create more efficient ways, whether that's creating um, different robots in the medical field or whether that's creating um, robots to be more on creating safe practices in mm -hmm. daily society. And that's all just because of that different data that we have. And I've always been kind of someone who's been, um, who's found it really fun to just like do different things with data and um, analyze them in different ways and see how right. we can take like a new approach on something. Yeah, definitely. That sounds really cool. Um, I think, again, I, I like things where there's a lot of different applications so that there's room for different people of different backgrounds and interests to come together and offer their ideas to the table. And I think just with how our communities work right now, a lot of different areas and a lot of different job opportunities have the scope for that kind of intersectional thinking or that multifaceted thinking, which is really cool. And I think that's what makes it so unique is because of the area that we're in in our life right now. There's so many different options, and it's all about finding, trying to figure out what's the best option for what you want. Right. So, and going back to that earlier discussion, that for some people they may have a common goal as um, their peer next to them, but maybe it's about how they're getting there. Mm -hmm. So, for some people, it may be uh, once again going back to that PhD route. For some people, it may be going, um, going right into like starting their own startup. Yeah, I think so. I think it's I think it's unique to see the different routes that people can take and how it can fulfill what they want to do. But I guess because we're rounding up on our time at tech, something I've just been really reflecting on my time here and making sure that, you know, while I'm at this world class institution with the world class resources and mentors um, that I'm really taking advantage of all the opportunities that I have here and that at, when I leave, I don't have regrets. Oh, I wish I joined that club or, oh, I wish I'd taken that class. Um, so I guess what are some of your bucket list items that you want to do? It can be anything. It can be academic, anything fun you want to do, any traditions. That's a really good question. Um, so from an academic perspective, um, I think I really want to get to know a lot more of my professors that I've gotten to work with. And being in such really a large classes, oftentimes we may not get to get the full side of our professors, but seeing how many of them have such interesting research areas and so many different applications, that would be one thing that I would want to get to know a little bit more about their work and get to see a little bit more on like their research or just their overall journeys right. in general. Um, and then from a non-academic perspective, there's so many traditions that I've gotten to be part of. I think one of the ones that I still kind of want to get to be part of is whether it's through an organization, get to be part of more of like the homecoming, whether it's the 500 or just any more of the traditions that are associated with homecoming. Yeah. I agree. I, th I think that's a really good answer. For me, like from an academic sense, I would agree in that I really want to get to know more of my professors better. I think it's that we th often find them a little bit unreproachable just because they're at the top of their game. You know, they're just academic weapons, if you will, um, what we're trying to get to hopefully one day. Um, yeah, like one but, of my um, professors, he's um, actually one of the original creators of the Google Glasses. Wow. And so he's always like finding new ways um like uh, showcase some of his like products and like some of the different wearable technology that he's had. So it's always like really cool to like get to see that stuff because being at such a um, world-class institution, um, a lot of the technologies that are used widely across um, the world are made by some of the people uh, and professors right here at Tech. Right. I think um, for me, similarly, I took a class last semester, um, a survey of biochemistry class with Dr. M.G. Finn. 
And he was essentially like on the shortlist for the Nobel Prize in chemistry. And he's just such a big name in the chemistry world, specifically for medicinal chemistry and his work in click chemistry. And I, I just admire, you know, his knowledge and his care for students and the way he translates his immense knowledge to his students, I think is really, really commendable. Um, and that class was incredibly challenging, but also like incredibly rewarding when you put in the work. Um, I would say that from an academic point of view, I want to challenge myself a bit more. Um, if I have free electives, I want to fill them with classes that, you know, I'm generally genuinely curious about and genuinely interested in um, rather than, you know, like taking like an easy way out elective sort of a situation um, and really, you know, like learn for the sake of learning rather than, you know, being stressed about grades. I know that's really hard as students is like we often um, equate our success in the class with like an A or a B, but it's, you know, a lot of times. And that's what makes this time so unique is we're trying to analyze um, what specific area within our field do we want to go into, whether that's um, some application of the automotive industry, whether it's an um, application of using our major in the financial um, sector. And so trying to identify which area we really want to dive into and trying to take those classes accordingly and seeing what types of classes will help best um, prepare us for a future and fill in the blank for whatever desire you really have. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. I think I think it's important to learn for the sake of learning and, you know, take take the weight of grades away from that a little bit sometimes because you have to be able to enjoy the process of learning and grades sometimes can, you know, add a lot of unneeded stress. And obviously grades are important, but I think that's one of my goals is to really, you know, try to take these classes and enjoy the process. Yeah. And like looking back at it, um, we have been talking about like our future. So in the future, like five, 10 years from now, when we look back at this, um, our experience, we're going to think of it. Wow. I was really able to learn so much in my four years. I was able to be part of so many things I was proud of. And I guess in a way that's a really fun, but at the same time, it can also be a little scary at times potentially because you're saying that I only have one year left so what am I really going to do how am I going to build my legacy here yeah I think for me I'm really involved in a lot of different organizations that do a lot of different things on campus but one thing that I want to do is I want to leave the space better than I found it and that doesn't have to be like a community-wide impact but even just within the organizations that I'm in I want to leave them better than I found them whether that's you know making them more efficient than the way that they're run or making them more equitable for students who are coming from different backgrounds or to make them more inclusive spaces. I think that's like a really big thing that I want to do and leave that legacy so that students in the future um, who come into these organizations understand that that's the culture is that we are trying to make these organizations better than when we found them and leaving them a better place. Being able to be part of leadership position in some of the organizations that I'm in as well. Um, it's been really great to see um, the culture that has been able to be created through uh, my time there and being able to see that same idea that you were mentioning earlier is with everything that I want to do, every club that I'm able to be part of, it's being able to create a better um, impact, create leave it better than how we found it. And that doesn't always mean to like do the world's greatest changes in one day, but it can be like a chain reaction. And having it that be in just that miniature sphere of influence and then from there expanding it out from there and being able to see looking back on it and being able to see what all um, you were able to have and how you were able to grow through that club. And that's always one of those biggest and most like wholesome or meaningful moments. Yeah. I think also from like a social sense, something that I want to do is I want to say yes to more things. Sometimes when I get stressed, 
um, when I have like exams and stuff and really stressful weeks, I often like find it hard to, you know, like find time for my friends or find time to take care of myself. And I want to be more a more balanced person when I get out of here. I want to have come in as an 18-year-old and leave as a 22-year-old and be object objectively be able to say that I've become more balanced in the way that I prioritize things and that I prioritize my relationships with people just as much as I prioritize my academics. These four years, uh, people often say like, oh, these are the best four years. But we also realize that these are only four years. And yeah. there's only so much that we can really doing that it's important and, to be really realistic yeah and i mean one of my favorite like movie quotes i'll like paraphrase it a little bit is life is short and there's so many things that we want to do but in that same time it's important that we take where we are and enjoy the moment because in life we are going to miss certain things and as much as uh, and connecting that back to are our you tech experience, quoting yeah, Joani Hadouani. I, I am. I love that movie. There's such so many a slay movie. You guys go watch it. There are so many like quotable moments in that movie, and like there's like that's always shaped so many of like my favorite um, overall quotes that I have about like so many different things because it's such a practical movie too. Yeah, definitely. I think I think I just like want to have fun while I'm here. I think it's a time that we won't get back, but also it's important that. To understand that a lot of different people have not had the same like positive experiences in college that we have had. And some people will not find their community in college and that that's okay. And that there these are only four years and that if you are not enjoying your time and that you're not necessarily don't find that college is the right place for you. To know that outside of college you will still meet your community and still find people and that while these four years are important, you still have the rest of your life to make those memories. Yeah, and I mean... There's kind of two flip sides to that. Like one, it's really exciting that you have like so much of your life, like even after college. Um, but at the same time, it can also be a little bit scary too. Yeah. Because you can think of it as there's so much of, uh, this has felt like such a meaningful time of my life, but I still have so much after this. And people may be like, maybe this has like an expiration date on it, a four-year expiration date, and life moves on. And so that might be like really overwhelming and... Um, you think that like this has been such a defining time of your life. Yeah. I mean, there are so many different milestones we have to look forward to. And there are so many cool new people that we still have to meet. And that doesn't mean that we forget about our friends in college or that we don't keep up with the relationships we had here. But also to know that there are such an infinite amount of people on this planet and that, you know, the fact that me and Rish are even sitting here together talking about this, we're not necessarily even, you know, didn't meet each other outside of technique, but the fact that we were able to like meet each other and like work on this project together, you're going to find so many other people like that. And so don't be overwhelmed by the idea that, oh no, I'm going to graduate and I'm going to, you know, leave my friends because there are always more friends to be met. That's just making me a little bit emotional now. So true. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, even with that, like, we all always like pictured like little 10 year old versions of ourselves that are like, you know, when I'm 30 years old, when I'm 40 years old, I'm going to have this experience. I'm going to be living in this city. I'm going to be, ha um, life's going to be exactly like this. And that's one of those things that we kind of mentioned last week that life isn't always scripted like a movie. Yeah. Um, and there may be times when we be like, okay, I'm going to be working in the automotive industry. I'm going to be working in um, Austin, Texas, or I'm going to be working in San Francisco. But when we actually see these, sometimes we realize that niche is more in like the finance sector, yeah. or maybe we're more interested in um, like climate energy and climate tech. 
And maybe that ends up leading us to maybe a new area. And that doesn't make it necessarily wrong that it wasn't the exact script that we had imagined it to be. But that's just how kind of like how life plays its um, story out. Yeah, I think, I mean, if you asked me when I was like in high school, like a sophomore in high school, like 16 years old, what my life plan was, I was going to tell you I was going to go to college. I was going to major in like biology or neuroscience. And then I was going to go straight to medical school. And then, you know, I had my whole 10 year plan laid out and like nothing could change. And I had like no room in my mind for any sort of like deviation from the plan. But I think when you come to college, you take all these classes, you realize that you didn't even know you had some of the interests that you have. I mean, I didn't know I liked public health until I took some public health classes here. And I think I think it's so important, especially for people who are young, to be open minded about things and to realize that as long as you are on the right path where you're honest and you're, you know, working hard, um, that 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 it's okay to deviate from what you might have thought for yourself five years ago. Yeah, and I mean, I think that brings me to one of my favorite quotes that... Um, Rich is just throwing out all the quotes today. I love quotes from both books, movies, myself. Um, so it brings out one of my he favorite quotes. He quotes himself, guys. I do quote myself sometimes. Um, but one of my favorite quotes is, you know, stay true to who you are, and life will always find a way of giving you the greatest of gifts in the most unique of ways. And so you may not have envisioned... Um, yourself to go on a particular path but you may find that yourself um yourself going on that particular path of um in a certain location and going back to that idea of um we may have not have envisioned ourselves um being interested in a particular concentration but now we've like as we've learned more as we've found out more we continue to grow from there continue to evolve and kind of try and continue working um, on reaching our goals that we had and staying in that relentless pursuit. Yeah, I think it's important to not be complacent. It's okay to not be certain of things, but it's always important to pursue things that, you know, are part of your passions and what really, you know, makes you you. But I think it's also scary. Like, I, I don't think that it's, you know, one or the other. I don't think that it always feels good to not feel comfortable, but it's it's something that's necessary for us to grow and it's something that's really necessary for us to really realize what our true potential is. And like that comfort level, like the most areas that we've grown the most are often those areas where we've decided to say, you know, I'm not really comfortable in this, but I know that this is going to make me um, a better person. So I'm going to take on this opportunity. And it's all about being comfortable, uh, being uncomfortable. Yeah, definitely. And so I think right now, the area that we are in our life, is kind of interesting because rewind ourselves four years ago, and we were kind of in the same position that we are now. Yeah. Because um, we were... Like applying to grad schools. I feel like I'm like about to like open up Common App again. Yeah. And like trying to be like... I remember um, since every school has like different timelines in terms of like early action, early decision. Um, there was a time when some of my... Um, it was in like early August when some of my um, peers in high school had already found out where they were going to college. And at that time they were um, solving um, to see who they'd be rooming with. Um, and I was telling them, I was like... Right now, I'm still trying to find which coast I'm even going to go to school on. And so similarly, we're in a similar path where we have all these um, options for our future, um, going back to what we want after we graduate. But it kind of comes down. Uh, but one of the biggest differences now is our support system that we have. And at that time, we also did have an important support system. But right now, we have 
that support system from our peers, our advisors, and some of our upperclassmen that we've looked up to that are already going through these moments of their life. Yeah, I would definitely agree. I, I definitely agree with that. I think our final message would just be to enjoy the time that you are here. Um, know that there is life outside of college, but also college is an important time and you should try to forge really close relationships with people, try to do things that are outside of your comfort zone, take the class, you know, take it pass fail, just enjoy being in the process of learning. And, you know, try to also make an impact on your immediate communities as you're here and as you're utilizing a breath of information, a breath of knowledge. Yeah, this has been Tech Speaks with Rish and Tareem.